This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. We're just weeks away from one of the most anticipated trials of the year. Chad Daybell, the doomsday author, who's accused of killing his then-wife Tammy Daybell back in 2019, and his new bride's children, Tylee Ryan and J.J. Vallow. There's also new info on Chad's manipulating wife, Lori Vallow Daybell, who's facing trial for the murder of her fourth husband, Charles Vallow, back in Arizona. And let me tell you, her recent court appearance, well... She may as well have been wearing a manipulator of the year sash, let's just say. But both of these cases have had the world on edge with everyone hoping for justice for these heinous crimes. And today, we're going to break down where it's all at and what you can expect in the coming weeks. I'm Linda with It's a Crime, so now, let's get into it. Chad Daybell faces charges for conspiracy and first-degree murder in the deaths of Tammy and Lori's children, JJ and Tylee. He pled not guilty to all charges. And he married Lori only two weeks after Tammy's murder and collected $430,000 in insurance from her death. But Chad is also facing the death penalty. And Idaho currently has eight people sentenced to death, seven males and one female. But the question is... Will Chad be the ninth person? What do you think? If the jury does find him guilty, the trial enters a penalty phase and the jury will then deliberate to decide between sentencing Chad to death or life in prison. Now, I recently posted a video about notorious serial killers and their last words before execution. You can check it out at the end of this video or I'll have it in the description box below. And I covered unique aspects of each of the five cases plus what they had as their last meals and I'd featured uh, video clips of the killers. And speaking of last meals in Idaho, from what I read, the inmates are limited to what they can choose to eat as their final meal. So they only have standard options to choose from from the prison cafeteria. And well, Chad and Lori always thought that they were gods, and Lori mentioned she doesn't even have to eat, so what do you think Chad's meal's gonna be? And I recently did a poll also on my channel and a big thank you to those who participated and left comments. I know it's not an easy subject to talk about as it had to do with the death penalty, but you kept it classy, so thank you so much. And at the time of this recording, there were 3,000 votes. 67% were in favor of the death penalty, 11% said no, and 22% weren't sure. And in the poll, I mentioned Chad Daybell, Brian Koberger, and Richard Allen of the Delphi case as examples, as they are all eligible for the death penalty. And there was a variety of answers, and I think some were surprised by their own answers. Dora said, the fact is, some people are wrongfully convicted, so even just one person put to death over a wrongful conviction is not okay in my eyes. Janine said, I used to be for it, but now I realize that it takes about 30 years for it to happen, 
And meanwhile, the victims go through hearing after hearing after hearing. It's a life sentence for the survivors. So now I think it is only useful as a bargaining chip for plea bargains. And Love Auntie Jan said, I was always for it until my father was murdered. And then I realized killing someone else will not bring my father back. But I still believe it's a case-by-case -case scenario. What are your thoughts on it? And what about your thoughts on Chad Daybell and the death penalty against him? Are you for it or against? Let's have a discussion below. Keep it classy, of course. Now, the main method of execution in Idaho is through lethal injection. But here's the interesting part. Back in July of 2023, they brought back the firing squad as another option just in case because there's been issues with obtaining the drugs for it and some pharmaceutical companies have stopped selling it. So the backup plan is firing squad. And if that's the case and Chad is put to death, he could face his final moments being shot and killed. But then again, if we rewind time, in a text message, he stated he shot a raccoon the day Tylee was killed and buried. And she was also dismembered. So there's that. Now, is that an eye for an eye? Is that his fate? Chad's trial is set to be a lengthy one. So... Get ready for it, as it's estimated to span eight weeks long. But before the trial actually begins, there's a crucial phase, of course, of jury selection, which itself is expected to take two weeks. And in preparation for jury selection, questionnaires, which is a standard procedure, will be sent to potential jurors. It's designed to streamline the selection process, making sure that the jury is impartial and ready for the weeks of testimony ahead. And the trial is expected to feature testimony from at least seven witnesses who will be flying in for the proceedings. We don't know who that is yet, but their testimonies are, of course, highly anticipated. Who do you think will be on that stand? Let me know. And a little while ago, there was some drama around John Pryor, who is the defense attorney for Chad Daybell, and he wanted to leave the case and he contradicted himself in court in the hearing, but the judge told him, you know what? Nope, you're going to have to stay. So we'll be seeing him in trial fighting for Chad and his life. Notable, John watched Lori's trial very carefully last year while she was on trial. It should be interesting yet lengthy listening to John for the entire eight weeks, don't you think? And Fremont County Prosecuting Attorney Lindsay Blake intends to file motions in the case this week if she already hasn't done so, which may prompt some more hearings before the trial actually begins. I'm anticipating seeing some more from John Pryor as well. That wouldn't surprise me. And thankfully, the trial will be live streamed, which is great. We'll get to follow along, something we weren't able to see with Lori and her trial, although East Idaho News didn't excellent job of keeping us informed as to what was going on day by day but still is just not the same and now let's talk about Lori Daybell who is an important part to this horrendous case and one of the main characters I guess you could say she is gonna stand trial this summer and it was recently announced that the trial date has been set for August 1st but there still may be a possibility of delays which isn't the best news and Lori is charged with conspiracy to kill her fourth husband Charles Vallow and an attempted murder conspiracy targeting her niece's ex-husband Brandon Boudreaux both of the shootings were committed by her brother and protector Alex Cox who later died reportedly of natural causes she has pled not guilty to these charges and I have two separate playlists on Brandon Boudreaux and Charles Vallow. In fact, I have something like 200 videos, I think 250, something like that on the Daybell case alone. You can check out the link in the comments or description. Now, Lori Daybell made a court
courtroom appearance, a.k.a. a spectacle of herself recently, that was like a pageant princess walking down the runway. All eyes were on her, and that's exactly what she wanted. And we've seen her in court before and in trial, laughing, smirking, all kinds of inappropriate behavior. And here we are making sure she shoots the camera a smile and does her giggles and uh, chit-chatting it up. Now, I don't know what's worse at this point. Is it her usual smirks in court or this new flashy happy-go-lucky smile? It's just to me, ridiculous and an insult and disrespect to her own children who were murdered and her fourth husband, Charles, and Chad's wife, Tammy. But as long as she gets her five minutes of fame, right? It's angering to me. I don't know how you feel about it. Let me know. But in the court that day of her regal entrance, the defense asked the court if she could be excused for the next hearing, and that was granted. And now the defense stated that they are still waiting on 20 terabytes of discovery and approximately 88,000 pages of it, which to me is a lot of manipulation from Lori, but you know me how I feel about her if you've been watching this channel for some time. So obviously it's going to take some time to go through and who knows if that's even enough time for that August time slot. It may not even be realistic. And even at the end of the hearing, she made sure to do her manipulating tactics, but yet no surprise, you can see her up close and chit-chatting it up with her lawyer. And the force is strong with this one. What are your thoughts on her behavior? Why is she upping the ante now? What do you think it is? And the next date for her hearing is April 24th at 8.30 a.m. She won't be there to grace everyone with her royal presence. So it's April 1st for Chad, potentially August for Lori. We can expect more motions, but we are only weeks away now for Chad Daybell. Eight weeks will cover a lot, but not their deeper crazy beliefs and actions. Unraveling that would take years, but hopefully we can do some deep dives before trial to uncover that right here on It's a Crime. Check out my playlist right here of the most important videos in the Daybell case. I narrowed them down from over 200 videos and check out the last word said before execution of five notorious killers right here. Thank you so much for watching. Stay safe out there. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.